Hey, this is Aaron. I'm Melissa. And we're Trending Spokane, a weekly podcast all about the latest in the Lilac City. Finding out what is happening right now in Spokane can be overwhelming, but not if you're an insider. Join us as we shine light onto the latest happenings and chat about the future of our city. Each episode will introduce you to people you want to know, places you need to visit, and local knowledge you can't live without. We will help you get out and get involved. Episodes are dropping soon, and make sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts now. Don't forget to put inspiration and entertainment on your calendar. Get season tickets now to STCU's Best of Broadway. You can have first access to popular touring productions with live music and top talent, special offers from nearby restaurants, and so much more. West Coast Entertainment is a locally operated, independent presenter of national touring Broadway productions, concerts, and other special events. Don't miss a single show-stopping moment. Learn more about their upcoming season by checking out broadwayspokane.com. Hara Allison is a photographer, magazine publisher, and podcaster, just like us. Beneath Your Beautiful, her award-winning podcast, won first place in self-help and health and wellness in the 2022 International Positive Change Podcast Awards. Wow. And has been shortlisted by the 2023 Publisher Podcast Awards in Health and Well-Being. Hara's guests share stories of, of adversity and perseverance, which inspire, encourage, and challenge us. Host Hara Allison embraces these tough conversations, intimately exploring our loves, fears, and hopes with a delicious combination of death, depth and lightness. Her magazine, also called Beneath Your Beautiful, is an extension of that work and shares captivating photo essays that will transform the way that you view familiar subjects with unapologetic realness and intimacy. Beneath Your Beautiful sheds light on the subjective notion of beauty, inspires empathy, and creates positive change by challenging our biases and showing us where we can find beauty if we seek it. Welcome to Trending Northwest, Hara. Hey, thanks. You're very welcome. (laughs) We are so excited to get to spend some time with you and learn about your gorgeous project. We've been huge fans of it for so long, and I think we launched... Our magazines at around the same, like, I think the same month, if I remember correctly. I think my first one was October. And when did we have our, we had our first, I guess, in July. Yeah. So, so no, close, so but close, within yeah. the same year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and it's not an easy road to hoe. Oof, so, can yeah. you tell us <laughs> what made you want to pursue the work in publishing and podcasting? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, um, well, I've been a graphic designer for 32 years now and have owned my own business and... I have designed plenty of publications for other people. And my podcast I've been doing, I just did the 100th episode. Amazing. um, Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. 100 consecutive weeks. Oh, (laughs) wow. That's hard. That is really hard. (laughs) Oh, wow. So um, the podcast kind of inspired the magazine because I like hearing and talking about hard subjects Mm -hmm. and topics that usually people shy away from but I think need to be heard actually Erin you were on my podcast thank you for being vulnerable and talking to me about your story and um, I just think it's something that's needed Mm -hmm. you know talk talk about the hard things yeah yeah and your work is beautiful as oh, well, thank you. too. Thank I you. Mean, going to your website is so lovely, and your oh, podcast thanks. is so important, too. So Thanks. I feel like I trained my whole life for this. Like, I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, so. It's really a culmination of all of your work and, yeah. and just your passions, too. Yes. It has to be since, um, so far, it's making no money. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't publishing fun? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and this month. This one coming out is my sixth issue, so because wow. I'm doing it monthly. Yes, yeah, so. and that is another challenge that we fully understand mm-hmm. and empathize with because ours is quarterly, 
in the physical print and monthly in the digital. Mm. So we have those two different challenges. Um, but being a publisher has its own set of challenges and um, the, your day never looks the same. You right. know, every single day has tons of tasks that must be packed into a very tight time frame. And if you miss, you know, your publication date, then it just throws everything off. So what do you think a day is like in the life of your um, work as a publisher? Well, I think 30 years as a graphic designer has really you know, up deadlines has trained me to never miss a deadline. And so I just never miss a deadline. I don't know. I just, I can't sleep if I have a project. <laughs> and so what should take a really long time doesn't. I think I did, um, I think I did this last issue in two weeks. And that's getting all the content and editing. I'm doing it all myself. And so I don't know. I just, because I love it, I can't wait to do it. So that's what I and do you source all the content and photos yourself, or I, how do you find people? That is a very good question. I keep asking, who do you know? And um, I have a place on Caviar where um, photographers can submit their, their work, and I scour Instagram for emotional artists and constantly sending emails that they must think are spam. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had one person just saying, I'm not clicking on your link. And I was like, you know what, I don't blame you. But I wish you would so that you could see. Can you type it in the browser yourself so you can see that, you know, it was very funny. I was like, I felt like I was trying to convince an old, a boyfriend to like me. Because I was just <laughs> like, oh, please, click, please, please. But anyway, anyway. So it's been really challenging to get content. And I'm just, it's a constant, constant thing. Yeah, I would say that's one of our challenges, too, is really, so when you said you were able to do it all in two weeks, I was like, who are you working with? That's quite on schedule. <laughs> well, I'm getting the content, and then, like, on the first of the month, I start designing it, and then, I guess, two weeks to design it, you know, and get it to the printer. Yeah. So, just because I just can't, I just really love it. Same with the podcast. I mean, it's a labor of love. I do all the interviews, I do all the editing, I do all the everything, and I I'm happy to do it because it's art. You know, it's kind of my art. Same thing with the magazine. So, Yeah, I think oftentimes in the artistic community, publications get overlooked. Mm -hmm. it, it, you know, if it's a, a painting or a, a written piece of work or spoken word, then it gets a slightly different level of attention. You know, even with grant funding, a lot of times they have very specific requirements and publications aren't typically included in that, yeah. which is really surprising to me. But with the work that you do, you're so focused on really peeling back the layers of what people try to gloss over so much of the time and, and get to the deeper stories. Uh, what are some deeper stories that you've shared on your podcast or in the publication that really moved you and gave you inspiration? You know, in the March issue, I have an 11-year-old boy that I took photos of um, because I volunteered to take photos at Christmas time of the LGBTQ teen community at the Post Falls Library. And one of the little boys just said, do you mind if I jump up? And he did like a Billy Elliot ballet kick. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I found his mother and was able to take photos of him. And he brought a rainbow blanket. And I it was just a really emotional photo shoot. And he was brave and wrote a story for the magazine. And I he's getting bullied at school. And so I, those things are so important. I am hoping that the magazine, even digitally, gets shared at school so the, the people who are bullying him can see he's a kid 
with hopes and dreams. And then I um, included what to do if you're getting bullied with you know some, some resources, online resources. And so I just think the more we know somebody, the more we know people's stories, all those biases go away. Don't you think the more you know somebody, the more you like them? Mm -hmm. And so I just think it's really important to get down to the nitty gritty of us. The Spokane Club is more than just an athletic facility. It is the club for your whole life. For over a century, Spokane Club has been committed to providing its members with the finest venue in which to work, gather, and play. Spokane Club membership gives you access to world-class amenities and services all in one place. Their innovative sports and fitness facilities, dining at their award-winning restaurant, priority status for use of catering services, meeting rooms, and banquet facilities, even private hotel accommodations and access to other private clubs around the world through their Reciprocal Clubs program. Learn more and see all the incredible programming they offer at SpokaneClub.com. That's a really good point, you know, especially as someone who's experienced bullying on levels that are really traumatizing. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's so important, the work that you're doing with regard to, the more that you know someone and know their story and really understand, you know, that people aren't always revealing the challenges that they've experienced in life. And in most cases, the tougher the challenge, the less it's spoken of, right. especially with the people who've been affected. Right. So being gentler to one another, you know, even when you perceive some sort of wrong or slight or, you know, uncomfortable moment, I think it's especially in those moments that we need to be a little more graceful, a little more understanding yeah. of one another. What a beautiful story about that oh, young man. Thanks. Yeah, I really loved him. I love him. Yeah. And I really hope that, um, I hope it makes a difference. Mm -hmm. And that's just the hope with the podcast and the magazine. When I was little, I was sexually abused and I didn't talk about it until about three years ago and I'm 55. Wow. And... I just think it's really important to talk about all the things that we're ashamed about because when they're out in the open, there's no shame. Yes. So, so that is the goal and the reason. Mm -hmm. Well, that is an admirable reason to be sure. And I'm sure that that experience has been pretty healing for you as well. So much so. There's so much freedom with, with conversation and knowing other people suffer in similar ways and that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And that's the that's really the the motivation, mm -hmm. you know. To piggyback off of what Erin was saying too, uh, as I was going through your website and going through your magazine too, I think there are some of us who haven't experienced those kind of traumatic events. But reading your stories, it's like peeling back a, an onion layer, really. And I think for me, when I was reading it, I just saw a lot of you know you see all these people walking around and you don't realize what people are really going through and what's mm -hmm. happened to them in the past. So. Your publication is nationwide, is that correct? It's international because it's, international. it's online. Yeah. And so I have readers, because I have artists from all over the world, wow. I have readers from all over the world. And it's so mm. cool to see, like, I mean, really, truly Africa everywhere. So it's just, it's reaching, it's reaching far and wide. So yeah. it's really great. And so as, as you go forward, is your a, a vision for the future of your publication, do, would you like to see it in shelves everywhere and, yes. and reaching everyone? I mean, it really seems so like everyone much. can benefit. Mm -hmm. So much. And um, hello, Oprah. <laughs> 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 um, I do think that there's going to be a, a way that it happens. And Oprah is one avenue. But um, I do think that it's going to be somebody with the same mission as me will see it that has the funds that I don't and will make that happen. I have a I have a real good feeling about 
that it's supposed to be shared. I'm supposed to be doing this. It's supposed to be out there. People, like you said, even though they might not be in a situation that where they have suffered or, but we all do in some way. I interviewed somebody who was a coach and she said that somebody was saying how hard it was to be in her family and be the only redhead. And she was truly suffering over it. And so we just all do suffer in our own ways. It might not be the death of somebody, but we have to learn ways to cope with, with the things that upset us. Oh, that is powerful. Because so many things can upset mm -hmm. people, you right. know, from gosh, textures of clothing exactly. to having to wait at a restaurant to get a table exactly. to, I mean, we were just talking about that with making reservations and, and all the way to huge things right. like conflicts between people and, you know, perceived injustices. And so how we deal with that conflict really makes a big difference. And I've noticed that common thread through the stories that you share is how people gracefully overcome those stories. Yeah. Um, what is a story in particular that really inspires you to be more and do more in that light? Another one that will be in this issue is a woman I've known for over a decade, but didn't even know her full story. Um, she's, I knew she had lost a child, but it turns out she's lost two children and her oh. husband. Oh. And she's so full of grace, and she's not suffering because she's learned she's grieving but not suffering and there's a big difference and so I think it's really important to learn all these things about how to deal with with our problems and um, not overcome but rise above yeah yeah so just all the stories are just so beautiful really and I learn something everybody every time I interview somebody I learn something about how to deal with conflict or or whatever and that you know it's all up to me she can she can choose to suffer or not suffer. It really is a choice. Mm -hmm. So that is so true. Uh, you know, there's this underlying resilience. I know that there were moments in my life where I didn't feel like I had that choice, and sometimes it's that you know passage of time that allows you to start to see through the fog of your own hurt and pain. Yes. Um, but being able to choose being happy moving forward and finding those little tiny things. I actually wrote a list, and we talked about this in the podcast, of the little things in a day that makes me happy, like pouring myself a cup of tea, reading a book. I mean, it was just the simplest things. If I felt too overwhelmed to even process another moment, I would go and do one of those things off of that list I printed and put on my door um, that helped me to just kind of jostle myself out of that hanging pain that was overwhelming me at the moment. Um, well, I love reading that And in your you're the perfect example because mm -hmm. where you were and where you are, mm -hmm. you can rise above your circumstances. Mm -hmm. Where you, where in, when you're in the middle of it, and believe me, I, I mean, I was the queen of, I hated myself, I had no self-worth, mm -hmm. I, until mid-40s. And so I'm the perfect person to talk about it because I know the difference. And, um, it's important that we can keep showing examples of you can go through hard things, but you don't have to live there. Ooh, I love that. You can go through hard things, but you don't have to live there. If you take one thing away from this podcast, I hope that that is what you run away with as far as something that can inspire you throughout your week. Um, there's so much more that you have to offer even beyond that. 
I would love to, for you to share with people where they can find you on social media and your website. Where can they find you on the web? Uh, beneathyourbeautiful.org and then Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. It's all Beneath Your Beautiful or Beneath Your Beautiful Media. And, um, yeah, just it's free. The magazine is free online, and there is a way to buy a print-on-demand. But even just the views is really important to me. So I'm happy that, that it's free online and that people can experience it. And even though the topics might seem difficult and hard, they all have a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's always there's always some peace at the end. And so even though the, the topic might be difficult, I think it's really important to, to jump in. So, And that's so important. And with you moving forward and continuing to drive this project financially forward, I bet the advertisers would love to get in contact with you. <laughs> Is it easy for them to reach out to you on your website or on social media? Yep, every, you can find me anywhere. Yep. Um, Everything has a link to, to get in touch with me. Yeah. Thank you so much to Hara Allison for coming on the podcast and sharing all about her dynamic stories. If you'd like to learn more about her work, visit beneathyourbeautiful.org.